I'm Ebony K. Williams, attorney and host. Welcome to Hold in Court, where we analyze the latest legal headlines that everybody's already talking about. But we dig deep into how the courts impact the culture. We break it all down, going straight from gavel to your newsfeed. And every week, we keep it 100. Right, Dustin? That's right, E. Let's hold court. Dustin Ross, my darling, how was your weekend? My weekend was another incredible, action-packed, <laughs> right. work-filled weekend. You Were know, you work local? makes me happy. Yeah, I was local this okay. weekend. Yeah. Work makes me happy as well. I think it's because we love what we do. Yeah, that's that, the getcha gotcha, right? That helps. It's been a long road. Life, work life, for me, ain't been no crystal staircase. You know what? <laughs> you don't get your poet ass on somewhere for the Black History Month. You better go on and drop them gems. <laughs> Ah, okay, great docket today. I'm excited about this one. Um, I actually saw this news come out when I was guest hosting on The Breakfast Club. Neo's ex-wife, Miss Crystal, yes. um, is reportedly less than satisfied, Dustin, with her $1.6 million divorce settlement from uh, Neo, of course. Uh, I think this is interesting. I've got some take on it because, remember, we talked about this. We, we did. anticipated. Mm-hmm. We knew... It was going to be some shit when Neo said he wanted her evaluated mm-hmm. for her income mm-hmm. ability. Mm-hmm. So once that paperwork came through the pipeline, we knew it what was going to be What kind of game was being played. Si- yeah. Correct. So we talked about that on season two, episode six. Mm-hmm. Um, so early this season of Holding Court, we called that one, <laughs> You Sleeping with a Dependent or Nah. How about that? That's some good game in that episode. You got to the bottom of that. I remember that. Remember that? That was a I, hot we, take. Yeah, we, yeah. I had to do a little push, push yeah. it behind the curtain on yeah. that one. Um, and now it, it pretty much came to light. So we'll talk about that. We'll also talk about um, a lot of my uh, group chats have been spicy on this topic, Dustin. There's a black women's relaxer class action. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'm sure, you know, if you're in the culture, you probably heard about this by now. If not, Auntie E's going to tell you what you need to know. Mm-hmm. L'Oreal is facing lawsuits, particularly under the Dark and Lovely brand. We all remember Miss Dark and Lovely. Yes, we do. I can see that box right now. Right now. Um, and I've, I've had some Dark and Lovely moments myself. Okay. Mm-hmm. So some good, some not so good. Uh-huh. We won't even talk about it, but I got pictures. Um, <laughs> And this is, of course, where black women, mostly black women, that's mostly who get these types of chemical relaxers, are suing Mm -hmm. L'Oreal, big parent company, got billions of dollars, because they're saying that the relaxers, unbeknownst to them, Dustin, has increased their chances of, and sometimes their diagnoses, unfortunately, of uterine cancer. Mm -hmm. Um, I've also heard uh, endometriosis Mm -hmm. and some other major health concerns. So we'll talk about the relaxer lawsuit. And I want to end with this pair of football adjacent stories just because y'all I, I understand keeping it real and and accountability in the culture and you know it, sometimes we be acting up trust me i do mm-hmm. i'm just really not for speaking against blackness generally in mixed company no no you know what i mean yeah and so Never i want to talk about company. yeah Deion sanders daughter has had to offer an apology Uh, Because she exaggerated claims of murders and burglaries at Jackson State University's campus. And very similarly, Ed Reed talked so damn much and so bad about Bethune-Cookman. He fumbled his own bag. Mm -hmm. And I think there's a lesson there in both of those um, stories. And so I want to address that. Yeah. You know. Handle it in-house. There's a time and place. Mm -hmm. Okay. Child. That's our business. Right. I was going to say, this. Would, I wish my grandma Katie could come back from the grave. You know, don't let these white folks know what's going on in that's our house. That's right. That's why you get, that's when you get a beating. That's right. When you get home. And Ed Reed, you sure got a beating. <laughs> the worst kind. The worst kind. The, the retract that damn deposit kind. Okay. Beat them feet. Like, the, uh, shots stop payment. Okay. Stop, stop pay- payment. <laughs> damn. But Bethune Cookman said, hold up. That shit ain't clear yet. Stop okay. payment. All right. So we're going to start with Neo and his wife, ex-wife now, Crystal Smith. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she and Neo now are officially divorced. It's a lot. I feel like a lot of divorces have become official in the last week, right? Yeah. Because Cynthia and Mike are yep. officially divorced. Officially done. I think Giselle and Tom Brady are officially divorced as of a couple of weeks ago. A lot of a lot of paper. Yeah. Uh, uh, sound like a judge was just doing a lot of yeah. sound. Like, let me get this shit off my desk. You know, they back from the holidays. That's what it you is. You know what I'm saying? Real <laughs> official. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like. So Crystal and Neo officially divorced now. And let's talk talk about the settlement. And, you know, culture, y'all remember, they they got back together and, and split mm-hmm. several times. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, um, according to Chris, and I think it's now being confirmed even by Neo's camp, but you, you can correct me on this one, Dustin. You're a little bit closer to the heartbeat of the culture on this. He's a- a- acknowledged the 
child he had within the marriage. He's acknowledged that something has taken place. Okay. But I don't think there's been a blatant acknowledgement of a child yet. Okay. But that's yeah. what she alleged. Yeah. She very much so. Yeah. She said that there was an outside baby. Oh, yeah. For yeah. sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. Prostitutes, all kind of shit she said yeah. was going on. Well, she the, hit that emer- the, the industry. <laughs> emergency break. Yeah. Whew. All right. Now, they also share, of course, their children. They've got six, a six-year-old and a three-year-old and a one-year-old. So mm-hmm. that's three kids. So part of her settlement, which we'll get to, is, is the child support. But let's break it down. She's going to get $12,000 a month in child support. So okay. that's for the three kids. Four racks apiece. Felt low to me. Mm-hmm. We'll get to it though. She's also going to get Dustin five thousand a month in alimony, but only until twenty twenty six. Put a pin in that. Mm-hmm. She's also getting a hundred and fifty thousand uh, dollars, basically, as a budget for a brand new car because Neo is going to keep the Bentley. And she's getting twenty thousand dollars for moving expenses. Again, that feels low to me. I guess they're in Georgia though, because I was gonna say, shit, I do that here, yeah, that like what? Put my little seven hundred square feet, like what? To, to, okay, but you know, Georgia, Georgia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I'm not doing this with you, Dustin. Okay, we're gonna stick to the the financial breakdown first, Dustin, and then I want to get to this clause, this mm-hmm. very unusual clause. Yes, it's very uh, Very unusual. unusual clause around romantic partners and future relationships between these two. And we started this by saying she's getting close to $1.6 million. Let me tell you what that is. That is a big check to cash out their assets. Like that. That's that's basically Neo's going to sell the uh, family house mm-hmm. and that's her portion mm-hmm. of the marital residence. So that's what that 1.6 is. So y'all that's not support. That's not child support or alimony. That's just a settling of sorts of the housing mm-hmm. the joint housing that they uh acquired during the marriage mm-hmm. so that's that's house money the 1.6 and it's ter- in terms of her settlement it's it's just that twelve thousand a month in child support five thousand a month for the next three years in alimony and a car budget that's basically it yeah i, I mean I, I guess basic needs are met but what kind of i wonder what kind of prenup she signed that a good one yeah because we're <laughs> no, talking about neo right P- written- publishing Publishing rights. I mean, yeah, multiple millions. He still like, tours. Yeah. I mean, you know his his albums. And they have three kids. I definitely thought the numbers were low, and a lot of people are blinded by that one point six million dollar payment. But it's not a lump sum payment of. It's not even a payment of any kind. It's all a that's doing is make right. All that's doing is making her whole from their joint housing asset. Mm-hmm. That is literally not support of any kind. No. Um. It sounds like. It sounds like a bad settlement for her, just to be honest with you. I just have to say it plain. I'm not saying it's legally erroneous. Like you said, Dustin Perk, we don't know what their prenup looks like. But this is, um, put it this way. I know baby mamas in the NBA that make more money. Mm -hmm. Of of Negroes whose names you don't Mm -hmm. know. Mm -hmm. Okay? Mm -hmm. They get more money than this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I thought it was paltry. You know what I mean? I I thought, I definitely thought that. (laughs) Not poultry, not more porridge, please. Yeah, that's what I. That's what I thought. <laughs> it's giving I was Oliver Twist. Please, please, okay, no. yeah, more porridge. Um, you know, and, and it was. I think that and, and Neo has been. He has. It's so funny because in his interviews and in the press, Neo is soft spoken and he's very um, unassumingly. Let me tell you something about Neo, and I don't even think this is no tea because Neo be everywhere. Neo has a very long eye. Yeah. And I'm going to leave it right there. Yeah. And so is Crystal because she says she's getting the hell on down the street from that relationship. So good, good for, for her. her. Good yeah, for it's, her. It is time. She loves their woman. children. Yeah. And listen, what we do know is life is good after Neo. Yeah. Because look at, um, what's it? Um, Moneta, yeah, that's it. His ex, his ex fiance. Yeah. Living a good life. So, yeah. You know, there's life. Life after divorce is good. Trust on T.E. on that. Okay. How about that? <laughs> Trust me on that, okay? If it ain't the right one, it's the wrong one, and it's time to keep it pushing. Yeah, and that's exactly what she did, and I don't want to, you know, shape this section of the conversation as if she's just, you know, in dire straits now. Oh, no. Like, yeah. Okay, so let's get to it, right? So part of the reason that her settlement is so, in your word, what you call it? Paltry. Paltry. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Meager. Meager. (laughs) Stop. Stop it. Okay. Stop. Stop it. Um, the reason it looks like that, y'all, is in part because I, I think from a legal standpoint, I would categorize this as brilliant mm-hmm. from Neo and his legal team. They had her assessed pre-settlement for her income earning potential. 
which basically argued that Crystal, because of her uh, rabid fan base on social media, I think she has close mm-hmm. to a million followers, that she and she has established herself as a successful brand ambassador and influencer of sorts. Basically, Neo said, ma'am, you can make money. You're not wholly dependent. And you're not going to go into this court and frame yourself as such, like you say, in dire straits or, you know, if, if I don't give it to you, you and the kids won't eat. That's not your scenario. And he was able to successfully, Dustin, argue that. And that is why part of the reason this settlement is so low. What you thinking? I just I'm crunching numbers in my head. Okay. And I'm just thinking like the tuition for those three kids alone. Oh, you totally. know what I mean? They're like they gonna be in public school. They they have to if it's got to come Unless, out that 12k. Well, I was gonna say. Well, you know what? I'm going to say what we don't know, and I'm going to thank you for mentioning this because you know this doesn't reflect the numbers that are being reported. Mm-hmm. It is very possible, and frankly, I hope. That as a separate from her spousal support and her child support, Neo's covering everything else. He should be covering education, medical, dental, braces. Mm -hmm. You know, Crystal shouldn't be paying for braces out of five, four thousand dollars a month for a kid. You know what I mean? So, you know, veneer. I'm just playing. Whatever. Whatever (laughs) Whatever. it takes. You know what (laughs) I mean? Whatever it takes. Okay. Um, So that is part of why that number looks that way. And let's talk about it. Crystal is an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. She's currently the CEO of her own skincare line called Nude Lux RX Skincare. Mm -hmm. And she has a restaurant, Johnny's Chicken and Waffles, uh, located in College Park, Maryland, co-owned by Neo and love and hip hop star Carly Red. Okay. Okay. Uh, And, you know, all of that is playing into a judge's decision, Dustin, to say, basically, ma'am, you got it. You got it. The court has determined you are literally not dependent. You have many businesses, many assets. So all what we're going to require Neo to do in this case is just give you a little supplement. How? I'm telling you, I think I called it. Once that assessment came down, I said, oh, he not about to pay nothing. Because once he can successfully prove to the court that she is not a dependent, because that's the first element of a high number divorce outcome. The first thing, before we get to the numbers and the prenup or any of that, the first thing you have to convince a judge, Dustin, is I am dependent, Your Honor. I cannot live my lifestyle as I've grown accustomed without this person support. Because we know, uh, what's his name? Kino. Um, um, Kinu, Ki, uh, 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 Mary's ex-husband. Yeah, uh, it's on the it's on the, the Ken do Ken do. Yeah, Ken don't. I have forgotten about his name. <laughs> Ken don't work. Yeah, no, let, me stop. let me stop. So again, we know this works. Uh, this what's good for the goose is good for the gander. This has no gender stipulation anymore, y'all. Mm-hmm. Um, so the 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 pleading party, the be- Kevin the beggar, Hunter. The be- what you call it? Kevin Hunter. Kevin Hunter. Oh my God, Kevin mm-hmm. Hunter's the worst. Excuse me, Kelvin. Hunter, right? Is it Kelvin? It's Kelvin. For all these years, we've been saying Kevin, and she never like son little Kevin. Kevin. It's Kelvin. Mm-hmm. Child, whatever. We should have known then, because why are you hiding the L? Right. You know what I'm saying? Silent L. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, so once you prove that you are a dependent, now the floodgates are open. Neo, Crystal was not able to successfully even convince this judge, Justin, that she was dependent. And at least on the facts as I'm looking at them... I see why mm-hmm. you don't look dependent. Mm-hmm. You got a restaurant, you got a skincare line, you got social media income. I'm sure she's going to pop up on a reality show soon. You're not a dependent. So there you go. Which is also interesting. Uh, well, let me just leave it there. No, no, no. Say well, it. Well, no, I was just going back to the Robin and Juan of mm-hmm. it all, right? Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of their prenup, which I we didn't get into it because I wasn't asked directly. I think it was a huge mistake for her not to include that what we traditionally called the bad boy clause mm-hmm. um, or it could be bad bitch clause mm-hmm. nowadays, whatever. Uh, that infidelity clause that says if one party or both <laughs> or either participates in infidelity, there is then that punitive aspect that goes into effect i think more prenups need to have that i agree it's just so scary to think that you have to have things so detailed to that well, point. It's a, oh stop it stop it stop it with your romantic. i just i just you're such a romantic dustin yeah, ross just, is I such just, a romantic i hate guys. that you gotta do that i feel oh, like no. keep it player you know what i'm saying like if me and my if if i had a me and my girl decided to go separate ways. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? We had a baby. I just make sure she was straight. Okay, what about I you and your? Does it matter? I mean, I'm curious. Um, mm-hmm. Does it matter if it's same sex? Not at all. Because so you better believe be... if I if if I was in a relationship and we had a child together, 
and we split and I was successful. Like we're going like, like to you be, are. If I was successful, I, I you would, got that, Ashley. I would, I would, I would just kill the noise. When, yeah. If I was a, in a position of power like that, where yeah. where that conversation mattered and it could be harmfully impactful. But what, to if, my, what if no child? Let's let's take the child out of mm-hmm. it because we then know fuck you. Um, Dustin, I say Dustin, uh, Juan and Robin's kids about to be grown <laughs> yeah. probably by the time this is in, in play. Right? If ain't no child involved. Yeah. You going out the front. Remember how they used to throw Jazzy Jeff out the front door <laughs> yeah. on the Fresh Prince? <laughs> That's how your ass going out. Get the same way you came out. in. The same okay. way you came in. Yeah. But no, hopefully not. You know, hopefully, you know. No, I mean, I'm just, you know, I'm honestly, I'm in a place in life where it's something I'm thinking about. Mm-hmm. First of all, don't get me started. You know, my old unromantic ass. This is why marriage <laughs> at this point is not particularly uh, desirable, to be candid, un- un- unless... I'm going to be putting myself in a situation to have more assets than not. I mean, that's just the reality. That's what marriage fucking is, it's y'all. It's a contract. It is a, a business, business merger mm-hmm. of both. Because y'all want to talk about the assets, also liabilities. How about that? The liabilities are split too. Robin. He healed IRS, bitch, so do you. That's what that means. So... Let I have me, one let more Robin and Juan. I have one more. Well, we're actually on the same page. <laughs> okay. Um, but more on that later. Yeah. But back to the Robin and Juan thing. This is Ooh. a question that I did have for you because I don't think we've touched on this at all because we haven't had a reason to. Well, yeah, we have other content. You know. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> with her marrying Juan, mm-hmm. as he's in the middle of these allegations that are swirling around his name, yeah. connected to what's going on with his his school investigation. The, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No prenup, because we know that on the show she said they never got around to signing the prenup. What is that going to look like for her as far as being... Exposure. Li- mm. It looks like exposure, which is why you heard me speak to the... I think, I'm, I'm, I'm probably accurately presuming what I think was a smart move by Coach Shaw mm-hmm. to protect himself. So that's the thing, y'all. When you are married, and this is another thing to consider, I'll frame it that way... <laughs> So goes your spouse, so goes you. That is the very nature of marriage. Uh, You know, federal investigation of your partner, federal investigation of you. That is how the government will construe you until it has reason not to. Yeah. So what does it look like for Robin during this investigation? Exposure. Mm. Up until she will now, now the burden shifts and you almost have to. To, to show an offering to the investigative agency that your hands are clean. Do you think it was a wise choice to get married in the middle of that? Don't don't ask me no question like that. I don't think it was a wise choice to get married at all. Period. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Again, I don't see where the incentive, I don't see what would even incentivize a couple in their position to get married. Well, I think that we saw it just, if you watched, you, you, you saw on the, the at the end of the finale yeah. when Robin, um, Gave a middle finger to the camera and slapped her her butt yeah. as saying "kiss my ass" to the fans. I think that that is what that gesture was yeah, about. Because your kids are damn near grown. Y'all were doing fine, not Y'all being were married. Doing fine. Y'all are living together in the way that works for you. You know the bills are clearly being paid. The house is really nice. Mm-hmm. You know, Giselle I, already uh, dropped that and said that the house was in Robin's name, Juan's oh, name, yeah. and on the house. I heard that. And I listen. That does not surprise. Again, this goes to. Why bother then with the marriage? Mm-hmm. You know, if your credit is so, if, if we have such a different discrepancy in our mm-hmm. FICO scores that I have to Why have my name in my be house. combining our business? That's, that's all I'm saying. I'm going to just end with this because they say, oh, Ebony's so anti I'm not anti-marriage. I'm for marriage that makes sense. Yeah. So just evaluate what, from the business lens, credit scores, assets, debts, mm-hmm. IRS bills or credits. Just look at earning potential. Mm-hmm. And exposure. Mm-hmm. You just want to make sure that all of that aligns if you are then going to move forward with the loving, romantic, and business mm-hmm. transaction of getting married. There you go, that's what Ebony. It is. And that's the breakdown. And that's the breakdown. Robin. Child. What's next on the agenda? <laughs> <laughs> what, what's, what's Cynthia say? What else is going on? All right. Okay. Now, what else is now, going what else on? Is going on? That's Cynthia one of my Bailey. favorite lines. I love me some. What, what else is going okay. on? Okay. Dark and lovely. That's what's going on. Yes. Dark and lovely. Uh, and their their parent company, L'Oreal, mm-hmm. are being sued uh, in a class action lawsuit now uh, by several, several, several women. Uh, I, I have some sores and women I know that are in this class action, Dustin. Uh, and it's not too late. 
Uh, y'all Google it, and you can find out uh, an attorney or a firm near mm-hmm. you, yes, that is representing uh, aspects of this class action. Uh, so you can get your twenty dollars. <laughs> I hate to say it like that, but that's that's what it's gonna. That's the thing of. That's why I don't really love class action. Me either, because what's the what are we going through yeah. all this process? I literally for? got I literally got like a seven dollar check from one of my college uh, loan companies. <laughs> the fuck I'm a, I can't even really buy a good Starbucks coffee yeah, with seven dollars. Worse, yeah. <laughs> It took me more energy to cash to the cash the damn check. Anyway, uh, Laurie, <laughs> we got to deal with the attitude from the, the teller. Line, How right. do you think the teller gonna look at me with a seven dollar damn check? Right, Miss Williams. I, what am I supposed to do with seven dollars and thirty two cent? Shout out to Sally Mae. Anyway, um, <laughs> L'Oreal is facing a product liability lawsuit. And we'll go over product liability and the elements required in that in a second. Okay. Uh, bought by one particular Illinois woman. But again, this is a broader class action as well going on. Uh, saying that the relaxer in her case caused uter- uterine cancer. Cause is very important. When you are bringing a, a action like this, Dustin, uh, which is a, a complex tort. Mm-hmm. This is a causal link. Mm. So it's not enough that you just consume the product. You can consume the product all day long if it did not directly and proximately, that's a legal term, cause your injury, in this case cancer, uh, you ain't getting you ain't getting nothing. That's that's how that works. So after years of applying the toxic chemicals directly to her scalp, she's now saying that she uh, had the uterine cancer as a result. This is, you know, very, very sad. Uh, we see it. You know, I think that for years, and let me tell you what where this is going to be hard. Uh, a little more facts here. Uh, this particular plaintiff, Miss uh, Victoria Clark, filed her lawsuit early in January. This, of course, is federal. Uh, this would never be a state claim because it's a product liability lawsuit that's almost always going to be federal. And also, you are suing someone out of your state. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is going to be in District Court of Illinois. She says that L'Oreal and its subsidiary, Soft Sheen. <laughs> Shout out to Soft Sheen. Soft Sheen. You remember the hair show in Atlanta? Bronner Brothers. Bronner yes, Brothers. Absolutely. My mama used to take me. My aunt had a shout out to the Beauty Image Salon in uh, Flint, Michigan. Okay, well, we're doing that. Shout out to Gigi's Hair Care in Charlotte, North okay, Carolina, okay. Off, off Camp Green. All of those things, All of those right? things, okay. Because, you know, the salon meant a lot to black cult. Everything. Back in the day, like, you know. Everything. It was yeah. different. But, yeah, I remember all that stuff. Yeah, my, my mom, um, you know, she had a salon, so we used to be mm-hmm, at Bronner Brothers. Mm-hmm. And she, I used to be her hair model. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> my mom used to have me going to school with Ocean Waves. Uh, Ocean I remember Ocean I Waves, dead. baby. Ashley, why my mama had me going to school with Ocean I would be at the bus stop trying to take him out, <laughs> getting popped. Shout out to Mama Gloria. Yes, shout out to had Mama Gloria. Had me looking Gloria. like a 42-year-old mother, too, I bet you in the Ocean eighth grade. Waves was laid, though, wasn't I it? had Ocean Waves and a French roll. Yeah. Ooh, yes. Ah! Ocean Waves and then you go up my mom the is, French roll in the back. I just realized this. My mom has been trolling me for 35 years. For what it's worth. The girls were wearing. <laughs> stop! Stop! Yeah, I don't want to hear this bullshit. I don't want to see this bullshit. Had me looking like I was two months late on my own own rent. They in was the wearing, you know, the girls was looking, you know, like that back in the day. But they wore that. Yeah. I, my problem wasn't the French roll, Ashley. My problem the was wave. the ocean waves mm-hmm. in the front. They would do three waves. It was and three then, waves. Uh-huh. And, the French roll with a and then on the side. and then she would take that spray color mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. put the. Oh, yes, like the burgundy uh-huh. glitter. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> the good I old to, days. I need to bring a class action against Gloria. Okay. Gigi's hair care. Trauma. That is hilarious. Such a mess. Uh, you know I couldn't pull it. Some people could pull it off. Mm-hmm. I couldn't mm-hmm. pull this shit off. <laughs> anyway, with my L.L. Bean backpack, it was all a mess. It was Emily just everything. hollering. It just wasn't okay. going together. Anyway, uh, Doc Martens and Fingerways. The fuck is that? Jinkos. Listening to Savage Garden. The fuck? It was a lot going on. It was a lot going on. Okay, it was a lot going on. All right. Dark and Lovely (laughs) says that their name is Ben and they're not in it, basically. Mm. They're saying that uh, she began using uh, the Dark and Lovely product in 88, uh, having gone to professional salons for decades. But, of course, they are denying liability. They are saying that their product had nothing to do with her being diagnosed, sadly, with uterine cancer. Uh, again, this is a whole bunch of cases, y'all, that are coming up. Files have claims have been filed rather against Optimum. I remember them. Optimum, the purple me. and yellow. The purple? Mm-hmm. Great, great branding. Mm-hmm. Optimum has some of the best branding in the game, yes, along they with did. Guess, ooh, motions. Motions, because Optimum was red and yellow, right? Or was that Carefree? I'm thinking about Carefree. Carefree, carefree was red and yellow. Pearl. 
Motions yeah. was definitely yellow with the purple motions writing. Motions was um no yes mm-hmm. motion yes mm-hmm. was yellow with that purple writing mm-hmm. was motions yeah because uh, they product really wasn't shit um mm-hmm. but it was just the branding motions yeah, yeah. everybody was using olive motions. oil you know, oh the yes the green yeah uh-huh. yeah I remember all these brands oh my god yep um, Nexus who's not on the list because I don't think they had much toxicity is uh. Pink oil moisturizer. Oh, yeah. Pink oil moisturizer. Well, you know, that was natural as far as we was concerned. That was listen, a, that might was as well have been a natural product. That was the next product. thing closest to baby oil. Okay, that's right. <laughs> like drenched every morning. I can smell it right now. Drenched. Yep. You hear me? Pink Run it down, oil. The, mm-hmm. running down my face. Mm-hmm. Oh, my traumatized me. <laughs> Including lawsuits over uterine cancer caused by hair relaxers and ovarian cancers, also fibroids, and like I said, also the endometriosis. Yeah. So here's where this is challenging because God knows, you know, I'm right there with all my sisters in the group chats, Dustin, feeling away, feeling away that these companies, I do believe new. Yeah. I absolutely believe that they're not going to have a knowledge problem because th- yeah. that's one of the elements they're going to have to prove to. It's not enough that the product even did what you say it did. The manufacturer had to have actual or presumed knowledge. Mm-hmm. Pre- when I say presumed knowledge, that's what that means knew or should have known. Mm-hmm. Meaning either you actually knew or because of everything you you have done in the space, you should have known. You should have known better. Yeah. The problem is, I think the knowledge element it will, be, will be established no problem. Mm-hmm. I think that they had tests. I think they had data for years going back, showing the the likely toxicity of these products. I think the problem is, is I if I'm representing Soft Sheen or L'Oreal or Dark and Lovely or or or, or uh, Motions or anybody mm-hmm. else, I'm a, this is what this is what I'm gonna do on the stand, Dustin. I'm gonna say, um, Mr. Ross. Tell me the years in which you you consumed a motion relaxer. Mm-hmm. Two thousand three to two thousand seventeen. Okay, well that's on you because you by then you should have all leveled on <laughs> up to uh, um a firm. But anyway, a firm uh, prior. Uh, that's it. Listen, I'm just playing. Okay, okay, fair enough. Fair I enough. forgot about a firm relaxer. No, a firm. Yes. That's for us rich bitches. Yes, a f a firm. The a word firm. A firm. Yes, yeah, it's not a firm. a firm relaxer. It was a brand. No, it's of called firm. a firm. Yes. That's for us with quote good hair. Yes. Now, Oprah used it a firm. And a firm. Yes, Reggie. Was that her? What was her? Yeah. Name? Yeah, oh, yes. oh, Andre. Andre, Andre, Andre did her hair. Yeah, free. Oprah had an affirm. I, I believe. I, I think he launched his own hairline brand and care care brand in his oh, cash yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think he doing roller sets no more. Oh, he ain't. So he ain't behind the chair. That's no it. More. Shout out to that. Go ahead, Andre. He, he cashing them big checks. Okay, I love to see it. Yeah. That's anyway. how you go. Mazzani. Mazzani. And Affirm. Oh, my God. That's for when Mazzani. you got your paper right. Yes, yes. That's I was, a I was just getting experience. me a, a, an Affirm or a Mazzani up to three years ago. So, you know, I'm I'm new to this natural life. Was that life. a Bantu relax? No, that was bad. That's for a broke bitch. <laughs> That's for a broke bitch. That and that main and tail uh, shampoo. Main and tail. <laughs> ah, okay. Um... <laughs> My mama really thought she was doing something with that Mane and Tail. Oh, the nostalgia. She oh, really, the nostalgia. Because like, everybody thought Mane and Tail was going to give you curly hair. Right. Like And them cholesterol treatments. Yeah. Oh, Queen yeah, Helene that butter, that, that uh-huh. Queen Helene. Uh-huh. I sent it there dry all day. I still got all four day C. Long. It's still four C over here. Okay, still. <laughs> all of that for nothing. All of that for nothing. Um. <sighs> okay. So back to your your relaxer use, Mr. Uh, Ross. So yes. you you used our relaxer for about five or six years. Okay, fine, great. You had it professionally done or you did it yourself? Um, it's no I had, okay, I had I had it professionally done. Okay, so you went to a salon, mm-hmm. they professionally did it. I'm going to presume you you went to a good stylist, so they did it according to our instructions. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Let me ask you this, and then you developed fibroid tumors. I did. Okay, I'm sorry to hear that. Wore me out. I'm very sorry for that. Thank you. Have you ever had a diet coke? No. How about a pack of Splenda? No. Okay. <laughs> Have you ever cleaned a tub with Comet? I have. Mm-hmm. And first of all, bitch, I know you was lying about them first two. I'm <laughs> yeah. your face. But you know, but I couldn't point. lie. If I was using Perm, you know I was using Comet to clean the tub. That's why I okay. asked you that. <laughs> That's why I asked you that. And then the scrubbing bubbles for the toilet. Yeah, you know it. You, you know, you know. know. And leave it on there for about mm-hmm. 30 minutes. You got to. You got to let that Comet sit. So my point is, um, Mr. Ross, as terrible as I feel about your fibroids, mm-hmm. We refuse to concede the causal link to buy our product because you just told me on this witness stand that you were a avid consumer of toxic chemicals and Comet cleaning supplies. Mm. I believe you probably had a, a pack of Equal, a Splenda, mm-hmm. a Sweet and Low in a, mm-hmm. in your day or two on this earth. Mm-hmm. And you probably drink Coca-Cola. I know you drink Clearly Canadian. I know that. That's on your Instagram. Yes. And that's discoverable, <laughs> by the way, y'all. 
<laughs> Look at see, you, Shane. Y'all using now they're using my social media. See? And that's what we're gonna do. See? So your honor, I'd like I'm to, about move. to go full. Your hotel. honor, I would like to move for a summary <laughs> judgment of dismissal. Case closed. I feel like that's how it's gonna go down. Now, it probably won't get to trial. Mm-hmm. This will probably be settled, but it's gonna be settled for pennies on the dollar. So I just don't want my fellow relaxy victims, and that's where we are. Uh, for a lot of different reasons. It's not funny, but it's just it's funny the way I you said, said it. my fellow relaxing. We, we are relaxing victims. <laughs> you got damn right. But I don't want us to get our, our hopes up too high. <laughs> yes. I'm just being honest. Because it's probably going to be about $25. Probably. At person, best. At best. Mm-hmm. So that's it on that, ladies. And wow. gents. Yeah. It, that's, it. that's that on that, ladies and iced tea. And ladies and iced tea. Okay. Did you see that meme going around iced tea with that good perm? Because, you know, he's getting his star on the Walk of Fame this week. No, I haven't yeah. seen it and so, didn't know that. But yeah. but I love that. Iced tea deserves that. I think I actually think that these Walks of Fame stars are coming way too late for certain yeah, people's careers. For sure. Like, I just why saw Salt Pepper got one. Yeah. Late ass stars. I know it. You know, these people should have had stars 20 years ago. I'm about to think it don't even matter no more, to be honest with you. Yeah. They can keep mine. Yeah. You know, don't don't come and knocking on my door at 60 years old. Right. Don't worry about it. I can't even walk to look or look at the motherfucker no more. Right. <laughs> what what does it make to me? Right. And if mine ain't, and if, listen, Dustin, if mine ain't next to Michael Jackson's, I don't want it. I, I want to be on the right block. You know, That's I want to be right over there by Mary J. Blige. No, no. That's what they be putting people now. That's where, that's where that's, Jennifer Hudson and uh, a few other people they are. They can keep it. Yeah. If I'm not in front of the Chinese theater. The chi- in the, in the, I want to be. Next to Michael. The, there you go. And the Jackson 5. Mm-hmm. I don't want it. Mm-hmm. I'm on the record for that. I know that's right. Don't Edward. put me damn in Glendale and shit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so funny to me because I had to stay at the W in Hollywood which I know, but I had to stay there for a project uh, last year. That was the same year. time that you was getting that motion relaxing. It was, you know, it was the it was the worst of times. It was the worst of times. I cannot. But uh, I saw the stars, the stars right over there in front of the W. Yeah. That's why that is hilarious. Isn't that? Because if, if you know, you know. The fame, then you know. Yes, I was feeling away. Ebony, they ain't shit for that. All right. Speaking of ain't shit. Hmm. I really don't think it's the move to be talking sideways, even if it's accurate, because I'm not calling these people liars. Uh, I'm talking about, of course, her name is Deandra. Mm-hmm. Uh, Deion Sanders' daughter, Deandra Sanders, mm-hmm. and Ed Reed separately. So I'll break both stories down. But they have both had to apologize, Dustin, for the same damn thing. Running that damn Running mouth. your mouth, talking cross, as the good old folks would say, mm-hmm. talking cross about black institutions. In this case, you're literally talking publicly about HBCUs. And I do believe horrible conditions on campus, but I'm not sure what the benefit of taking that public, especially in mixed company, especially in a time when you have dumbasses like Ron DeSantis and the like already trying to delegitimize the value of black education in the first place. You see what I mean? Completely. And this is where people not doing their not being aware aware of what's going on in the world matters, right? Mm-hmm. Young so, lady. Well go ahead. Yeah, and so we'll speaking get into of young it. young lady, Miss Deandra Sanders, this is Dion's daughter, one of his daughters, y'all. In a recent interview uh, after her father left Jackson State mm-hmm. University, uh, which I had no problem with. Did Me we talk either. about that on we the show? Did. We did. Mm-hmm. We talk, okay. Yeah. Shout out to uh Brother Dion Prime at Colorado State now. But before that, he was at Jackson State very successfully for uh, three years. Yep. DeAndra Sanders said that she was, oh, she, by the way, we, we're, we're getting this, I cite our source. This is uh, from Baller Alert podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, DeAndra made claims on that podcast, Dustin, that she felt unsafe at Jackson State University during her father's time coaching their football team. This is a grown woman. This is not a little girl. She is 30. And she said that she saw regular killings, or there were regular killings, rather, and and thievery, she said, stealing, taking place on the campus. And then she praised her father, Dion, for giving back by coaching the team for three seasons before going on to Colorado. As you might imagine, folks were pissed, Dustin, uh, at these alleged claims of all of these murders and all of this stealing that went on campus at Jackson State University. And she took to Twitter a couple of days after the podcast aired and people, you know, gave her the business. And she did post a video where she apologized and acknowledged that she was really exaggerating the claims anyway. <laughs> um, 
this is a quote from her. It may not have been every few months, but it did happen. Let's not get it twisted. She tweeted. It's a lot of y'all don't know about, but I do apologize for exaggerating. I had no ill intent with my comments. So let's start with that last statement. <laughs> I, I had no ill intent with my comments. So let's talk about what did you intend with the comment? What did you what 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 did you think the response was going to be? Saying that there were murders, multiple, multiple murders, murders all the time. Like, what do you you definitely had ill intent? And if you and if you didn't, you weren't uh, you weren't thinking. Girl, you need to get your thirty year old. Maybe you need to enroll. You, you might need to enroll. You might need to enroll. I was just gonna say because what's not clicking for you that you don't know making these sort of disparaging comments about an HBCU when you, you know HBCUs are denied moment, funding that part being, being uh, there uh, that's why you got fam you right now suing the state of Florida mm-hmm. speaking of DeSantis is dumbass because the state is not adequately funding mm-hmm. them next to Florida State mm-hmm. you know what I mean so again ma'am Miss Sanders I'm really not particularly concerned with your intention. I'm only concerned with the impact. And what I can tell you, the impact of such disparaging, uh, disparaging statements and by your own admission, not even fully accurate. You lying. You are lying. You can call it exaggerating if you want to. You know, a lot of people like to play a lot of euphemism games these days. We're not finna get into a game of semantics. I'm not playing semantics with you. You lied. You lied. Uh, you You wanted some clout. You felt away because of the public onslaught of black Twitter and the like coming for your father and his decision to elevate. Yeah, elevate his career. I, I had to think about that. Yeah, right. elevate his career and his bag. Mm-hmm. And I understand you felt away, but the answer to that is to not then shit on Jackson State University. And my thing is, aside from you being Deion Sanders' daughter, what the fuck do you have to do with this any damn way? That part. Why no. are you even opining on the state of this? What, what are you doing? You kept it. You you kept it for your daddy. That's all she's doing. But you did it at the expense of a historically black college and university right. that is already vulnerable for all the reasons you pointed out, Dustin Ross. And also, you lied about it. You ain't even tell the real truth. Lying instead of just defending. If you're going to defend your daddy, defend which we but, are. You and know, and defend your daddy on the merits. Stand on it. That's it. Talk about the decision. Don't try to say and he left because you because know they the was school killing was so, and shooting. It's so bad in the hood. Yeah. Girl, DeAndra, DeAndra, ma'am. Go in and take some classes, DeAndra. Yeah, you the first motherfucking eat in row. And this is exactly why we need, and it's not going to be in AP, unfortunately, because she's going to be in. Uh, it, she ain't uh, in AP. Uh, what you call it? I was going to say intermediate, but remedial. maybe not even remedial. Remedial. Yeah. Which some people need, and that's why it exists. Thank God for and it. And she's some of the people that need it. Speaking of enrolling, I do want to shout out um, the good sister from North Carolina, uh, Miss Fantasia. Yes. Did you see? She's actually enrolling in, I don't want to get the college wrong, but she is enrolling in college. Good for Fantasia. Fantasia. I, you know, people talk a lot of shit about Fantasia and make fun of her and all this. To me, it was it took a lot of strength to be vulnerable and admit her. Her mm-hmm. issues with literacy mm-hmm. and things like that because that's real. Yeah, you know, my mom says she gave um somebody a co- a young black woman and this was in Montgomery, Alabama, just two days ago. She was showing a young lady something from my book, mm-hmm. and the young lady couldn't read it. Mm-hmm. Y'all, some of us out here are struggling with literacy. It's a very real thing, and that shit was never funny to me in the it's first not place. Funny. Um, Fantasia means a lot to America in general, but she to mean black a lot people, to my black Charlotte ass, North Carolina. Listen, you know, stand up, high, from point, high point, stand yeah. up. Charlotte stand up. I love me some Fantasia Barino. I love me some Tasia. Absolutely. Um, Tasia Reno. That's it. She, she, <laughs> that's Tasia what the Reno. little girl say. Tasia uh, Reno. Uh-huh. Uh, she got her GED mm-hmm. a few years ago. She has recently, and I love that she shouted out, shout out to the D9. She says she is motivated, Dustin, to participate in her college experience now because she's recently been made an honorary member of Sigma Gamma Rho Sorority Incorporated. May she get everything that's coming to her. I know I she has the color purple movie musical yes. about to come out. She's about to experience a real upswing in her yeah, career. It's about to be harvest season for Fantasia. Yeah, and, and and to me, it's always been low hanging fruit and a very lazy joke to crack. Yeah, trying to say Fantasia can't read when she, as you said, was so brave and open with that. Absolutely. Um, and so I love this story. This is good information for it's Fantasia. It's great information, and you know, people was talking real slick when she was made honorary SG role. Like, oh, of course she had to be honorary because she don't have no degree. Man, I'm a proud member of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated. We have tons of honorary members mm-hmm. with no degrees. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to leave that right there. What about other people who pledged and did not complete their degree program? We call them an associate member. Okay. And they 
And that's that is frowned upon. Mm-hmm. Let's be clear. But they exist. But right? they, of course, they exist. Yeah. So back up off of Fantasia. Yeah. Like people need to honorary. really mind their business. Yeah. yeah. And it's an honor. Yeah. The reality is, uh, I know in my organization, I haven't read, read the, the what you call the terms and conditions of mm-hmm. SG Road membership. Mm-hmm. Uh, but <laughs> you <laughs> but know, that, know you know the AKA shade was coming in there some kind of way. I love it. You know, I love it when you build your AKA shade. But I know for us, that is actually statutorily, mm-hmm. it is in our documents, mm-hmm. know your documents, that is the highest level mm-hmm. of membership in the sorority. Mm-hmm. So y'all need to stop it. It's playing in Fantasia's face. And that's why she said, and, and I'm about to bust up with this bachelor's on y'all too. Yeah. And good for her. And she just had a beautiful baby girl, what, about a year or two yeah. ago? Fantasia her husband her is supportive life. and loving to her, it, it appears. Good for it, Fantasia. It, it, yeah, it appears. It appears. And that's, you know, you know what? That's all we know. Yeah. That's all we know. For is how all it we know. Yeah, okay. That's how it appears. Shout out to Fantasia. Okay, so going on from Miss Deandra Sanders and her lying and exaggerating um off off of the strength of this HBCU, here go another motherfucker talking too much. Ed Reed, mm-hmm. former Baltimore Ravens, I think champion. I think he mm-hmm. won a Super Bowl with him. Anyway, Reed had had agreed. Dustin, I had to say, had <laughs> agreed to become Bethune Cookman's head football coach last month. Actually, uh, many people were framing it, and I'm sure this is true. Kind of following the model that Dion set up by mm-hmm. being this kind of former NFL superstar coming to put an HBCU football program on their back mm-hmm. and elevate it in every mm-hmm. way mm-hmm. on the field, financially. It was all looking up. Mm-hmm. For both Bethune Cookman and Ed Reed, because mm-hmm. I I don't know about you, but I hadn't heard Ed Reed's name in a hot minute. Years, yeah. yeah. So instead of just doing your job, sir, you wanted to go on social media talking shit. He has apologized, but basically he was talking shit, talking about the conditions of the school. Basically, just saying it was raggedy and dirty and trifling and all this shit. Okay, his apology reads as follows: In regards to my social media and comments about the university staff and other institutions i would like to sincerely apologize to all bcu staff students and alumni for my lack of professionalism my language and tone were unacceptable as a father coach and leader my passion for our culture betterment and bringing our foundation up got the best of me and i fell victim oh my god talk about an apology is not an apology i fell victim while engaging with antagonists on social media as well I am fully aware of the hardworking folks at our school. Is it our school? Yeah. <laughs> uh, who are also fighting to make things better and more financially sound. Mm-hmm. I am encouraged from my communication with my AD, uh, athletic director, and our administration and understand it's a work in progress. My passion is about getting and doing better, and that goes for me too. Then that's what the fuck you should have said in the first place. How well, about but Thune Cookman said, too little, too late, sir. <laughs> Um, you out of here. They got rid of his ass. Um, Goose go- is cooked. Goose is cooked. See um, ya. Stop, another stop payment situation. Okay. <laughs> you know, and so in the videos that he did put on social media, Dustin, that he's apologizing for, he said that he don't trust nobody at the school, uh, that his office was dirty. It wasn't properly cleaned out for his arrival on campus. He and other members of the team had to pick up trash around the campus and a fence had a hole big enough to drive a golf cart through. Then he says, do something about it. Help clean this shit up. Uh, I should leave, and I'm not even under contract. Well, I guess Bethune Cookman agreed. Mm-hmm. So bye. Like, what you say you going to do with uh, D- DJ Jazzy Jeff? <laughs> Throw his ass right out the front door, okay? That's what Bethune Cookman Throw him right said. out there on the yard, okay? You get out there. That's it. Now, go ahead and pick up the trash on your way out. See I mean, ya. first of all, sir, that's what you're supposed to be doing. You know, in the sense that, what I mean by that, y'all, is if you are so invested in the betterment of the campus. Mm-hmm. What is wrong with the head football coach gathering his players, uh, which you guys, you know, on college campuses, the athletes and the football team, particularly, you guys are, are icons on campus, leading by example. Mm-hmm. So then other students will have a little more act right. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. It's the tone in, w- in which you said it. Mm-hmm. And it's the fact that you went on social media to further a narrative, true or not true, Further a narrative about HBCUs being less than. This nigga trying to be a superstar. Oh, is that what it and was? And you want you want Hollywood treatment when you go to this HBCU that right. is in need. 
mm-hmm. which that should be your and his you his heart that. isn't even in this for the right reasons. Mm-hmm. Obviously, mm-hmm. you say what you want about Deion Sanders, but he did elevate that football program Absolutely. at Jackson State, and his heart was in that. In every which way. is why there was a a, a painful. Um, experience attached to the separation of him Correct. and that football team. That was their pain talking. Th- this is a different situation. This is a motherfucker who came, and I shouldn't call him that. This is a person who came. I was all right. The, I was all right with it. Yeah. This, okay. Well, <laughs> well, you know, I don't give a, you don't give a damn. I don't, I don't give, give a, a fuck. fuck. So this motherfucker came into this college campus yeah. and this whole program. Yeah. Trying to elevate himself as opposed Ooh. to doing good for the for Bethune Cookman. That's it. University he made it about Ed Reed. Yeah, yeah. is it Bethune Cookman College or University? College. College. Uh, yeah. Bethune Cookman College. Yeah. Like he came in there concerned about oh, himself. I'm wrong. It's university. It's university. Yep. Okay. Bethune Cookman University. Um, he came in there concerned about himself and elevating himself as a football coach so that he can go on to the next level. Yeah. In collegiate football coaching and do. Trying to do a Dion well, did, but just take, take your the ass right on back to the University of Miami where you were an assistant. 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 Because clearly you're not ready for, for head coach leadership. You don't. That's what this tells me. Yeah. So coaching I, is a very personal, very. Um, intimate job. You have to literally love and care about those those players like yeah. they're your kids. And you need to exercise some leadership. Sir. Yeah. That's lead by example. Again, I'm not show saying, them. Just show them the way. You know, I'm not saying that the, the, the campus wasn't dirty. No, I believe that. But that's not how you fix that's it. That's not how you fix it. That's not even going towards a solution. No. That's making things worse. You're just talking shit to talk shit, and that's why Bethune Cookman showed your ass the door. As they should have. And good I'm for glad. him. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. That grand, grand, uh, I love a good grand opening, grand, grand closing. Grand closing. And that's how you lead by example to these impressionable collegiate minds. These that's young it. kids, you show them that that sort of bullshit will not, be will not be tolerated, and that's not how you show up yeah. in professional spaces as an adult. Well, he was trying to shame the university yeah. and shame the children and shame the leadership and the faculty and all of that and you shamed your ass right out of that they opportunity. said you thought yeah okay and, and i think it'll be a cold day we'll see but i think it'll be a cold day before you see another hbcu invite that energy onto their campus the spirit of, of bethune is going on not mary mcleod mary mcleod mary mcleod she coming back up d- d- mary, mary mcleod say that's what you get negro that's what you get negro. talking shit okay key family business family that's business. that's right that's right kitchen table talk what they call it and i to kind of end with this which is um i got this from my therapy Mm -hmm. therapist several years ago because you know i talk a lot i got a lot to say (laughs) and within the context of my relationships but i think this applies universally Mm -hmm. she said before you say certain things ask yourself these questions Mm -hmm. does it need to be said does it need to be said by me Mm -hmm. And does it need to be said by me right now? Mm-hmm. And that has really served me, Dustin Ross. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Everything that's true mm-hmm. doesn't need to be said. Mm-hmm. Doesn't need to be said by me. Mm-hmm. And it damn sure doesn't need to be said by me right now. Mm-hmm. So that's just some advice. Free game. Free game. Ed Reed, anybody, Miss uh, DeAndra Sanders. Okay. Maybe it's a little energy on campus. <laughs> But does it need to be said? Does it need to be said by you? And does it need to be said by you right now? And I'm going to add something because my therapist is a little older. Okay. (laughs) Does it need to be said by you right now on this platform? How about that? Zoom out and look at the the bigger the bigger picture. Sometimes look at the the impact of what you're saying and, and yeah. who's listening and who's that's why that's why I added that platform. Yeah, who is listening, who's and, listening? and how are they going to weaponize mm-hmm. this information that you felt so pressed to open your damn mouth and give? So that's just the that's the that's the last piece of it, y'all. You know. We as black folks need to be better gatekeepers, in my trusted opinion, my humble opinion. We need to be better gatekeepers of our own culture. Mm -hmm. We need to be a little more demanding of self-respect internally. And the next time you see somebody black talking sideways about blackness, I think you should just slap them in the mouth. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> That's just jokes. I remember the sister Shaharazad Ali that used to be on um, Sally Jesse Raphael back in the day. She was a radical. I remember uh, her. And she used to say that the, she would say that uh, the men would, would give her an open-handed slap in the mouth for, uh, for she suggested that, which is horrible. <laughs> 
And we're not making That's fun it. of DV whatsoever. Yeah, I was going to say, y'all should see my face. I'm it's like, horrible, but she used to yeah. say that. Open hand, slap in the mouth. And I, I just remember that. So that is what I thought about when you right, said it. Slap them. Give them an open hand, slap in the mouth. What you say? Bloom. Yes. Okay. No, but uh, no, we don't advocate violence. At all in any way. She was out her damn mind for saying that. On <laughs> Absolutely. For, yeah. But it was But hilarious. the cadence was funny. Okay. Okay. I was going to say, the yeah. comic, the levity of That's all. to this yeah. moment was okay. well worth it. Right. Um, so that's it, y'all. Let's just, uh, you know, let's keep it keep it a buck. Keep it tight. If we need to tighten up some shit intraculturally, which which we do. Which we do. Let's 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 keep it inside. Inside baseball. That's what you need to do. And I wonder what De- what uh DeAndre House look like. Who? And Ed Reed. Well, if Ed Reed House looked like his head. <laughs> And on that note, them the terms and conditions he need to read <laughs> on the yeah, back that of that note. dark and lovely perm box. Okay, Listen, that's what he. No, let me stop. <laughs> let me. Stop. I'm not doing this with you, Dustin. All right, that's it. That's gonna clearly be it for this episode of Holding Court. Before we fuck around and get ourselves <laughs> in some go, trouble. I mean, God Listen, damn, we on the edge today. On, on the edge. What, what was that show I did? Beyond the edge. Beyond the that's edge. What we on today. You were so good. On that was that. fun. Had me ready to cuss that lady out, Paulina. Ass. Oh. <laughs> Sure. I text you. I don't care. We could. T- I text you like Ebony. You sure am did. I gonna have to? If- you said Dustin said, "Am I gonna have to come to the jungle?" Because <laughs> I, I didn't like how she was jungle. handling you. She was doing a lot. Uh, anyway, Paulina. Uh, <laughs> next week we will, of course, be right here, back in court, in mm-hmm. session, uh, handling the business as we do on this show. Yeah. Uh, and y'all keep us, uh, keep us voted up. Y'all know yes. we are in this game for real. We in it to win it. We are NAACP nominated yes. best outstanding newscast. Excuse me, outstanding podcast rather in news and information. Uh, Dustin and I will continue posting that yeah. link. Vote, vote, vote. Yes, please vote. Don't boo. Vote. vote. And speaking of handling business, Ebony, I'm so proud of you. You've been handling your MFing business, okay? Bet on Black is a success. It's selling like hot cakes. You've been so, so, (laughs) so well spoken on your press tour. You did so good on The View. Memorable moments. People will never forget you talking to camera, Mm. to DeSantis, and saying what needed to be said. You were so good on The Breakfast Club, Ebony. I'm very proud of you. That's all I I want to say. I love you, Dustin. Thank you. And congratulations on your new show. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Because Equal Equal Justice. Justice, baby. Who, baby? Equal we justice. We about to judge everybody about to give. Give it. Know that. Okay. All right. What you want the people to do in the meantime, Dustin? Read your terms and conditions and buy Bet on Black, the good news about being black in America today. Available Everywhere wherever you sold. buy your books, mm-hmm. especially the black places. Shout out to Ashley Hobbs. <laughs> Holden Court is an Interval Presents original production from Uppity Productions in association with Dossie Media. Executive producer and host, Ebony K. Williams. Co-host and producer, Dustin Ross. From Interval Presents, executive producers, Alan Coy and Jake Kleinberg. Produced, of course, by Ashley J. Hobbs. Editing, sound design, and mix by Stephanie Morell. Original music by Epidemic Sound. Video editing by Kaysen Alexander and Courtney Deans. Consultant, Carla Wilmaris. Special thanks to Operations Lead, Sarah Yu. Business Development Lead, Sheffy Ellen Swag, And Marketing Lead, Samira Still. 